in yesterday's Shia for the 25th of Teves, the Rebbe compared the truthfulness of the Ahava of a Benani to that of a Tzaddik. And the Rebbe said that Legabi Madregas HaBenani Legabi Madregas HaTzaddik the Benani's Ava is not Emes. Because Emes is Svas Emes Tikin La'ad. Emes is what lasts forever. Whereas the Benani's love, even though it is aroused during davening, but after the davening it stops, it fades away. And anything that fades, anything that ends, is not Emes. And therefore, compared to the Emes of the Tzaddik, the Benini's love is not Emes. However, on the level of the Benini himself, not compared to the Tzaddik, then his Ava is Emes, and the Alter Rebbe says, And I would term the love that they have also as one of truth, of Svas Emes Tiken Wa'ad. And that's because whenever they daven, they have the capacity to re-arouse that love every day, every time they daven. And how do they arouse the love? By going through the proper hachana, the proper preparation. So the idea over here is that first of all, a definition of emes one of the definitions is that MS is that which lasts and is never interrupted, whereas Sheker is that which is interrupted. So as the Gemara says that Mayim Chayim, true water, is only water that flows continuously. But if we know of a, of a spring that dries out once in seven years, then the entire seven years when it is flowing, it is not called true water, it's not living water, and therefore can't be used in the uh, Beis HaMikdash. Why is it that way? The fact that in seven years from now it will stop flowing, how does that affect and how does that define the nature of the flowing waters seven years earlier when, when it is flowing? So the idea is this. There are conditions that exist that are caused by external forces. As for example, if someone sees somebody else davening and the other person's davening is so inspiring that it moves you so deeply that you also begin to daven. You see somebody else crying and it is so heartbreaking that you also begin to cry. The crying and the davening in the second person can't be termed true because it isn't of the second person. It's coming from the first person, from the person who's davening and crying. And the observer is merely affected by the first person's davening or crying. And that's why it's not emes. It's not true of the second person. It's not truly him. Because were it not for the first person, he would never be crying, he would never be davening. Or as the Gemara says, that there's a basco that causes people to do tshuva. That the neshama hears it, and the neshama turns to 
to the to the part of the neshama that's in the body and and inspires it, arouses it, and causes it to do tshuva. So here is an effect coming from outside the person. Anything that comes from outside the person is called untrue, and sooner or later it's going to it's going to be interrupted. It's going to be discontinued. Why is it that the water that flows for seven years will at the end of the seven years stop flowing because this is not truly the place of the water and therefore the flow of this of this particular stream is dependent on external conditions because external conditions create it and therefore the external condition will someday interrupt it whereas if this is the true natural place of this natural spring then why should it ever be interrupted and then if it is interrupted, then the interruption comes from an external source, but not the flow. Whereas if it's interrupted regularly, predictably, then it must be that something else controls it. Even when it is flowing, it's not creating its own flow. It is being forced by something outside of itself, which will also determine when it stops flowing. So in the, bain, in the tzaddik, the the lava that he has is truly infinite it's truly endless it will never be interrupted because it comes from within himself whereas in the Bainani the ava that he experiences comes from the davening and so if you compare the love the Bainani has with the love that the tzaddik has in terms of this definition of emes that emes means that it's coming from you it's from within you, then the Benini's Ava is not MS compared to the Tzaddik's Ava. On the other hand, the Benini's Ava doesn't come from another person. It doesn't come from someplace outside himself, from heaven. It comes, as the Alter Rebbe emphasizes, Al It comes through the person's own preparation. In other words, he brings it out within himself. So although it's true that compared to the tzaddik, who doesn't have to have a hachana, he loves God all the time, compared to that love, the, the Benini's love is an external one. Needs external stimulus. And the external stimulus is the hezbananas, the davening, and so on. But compared to a totally external influence, such as another person or a bracha from heaven, the Bainani's external influence is not that foreign. It's not really external. It's within himself, only it's not his essence, and therefore it's not a constant state, but it is a potential in the Bainani at all times. And the idea of the potential means that it's within him to do so. Not that he has to go looking outside of himself to find the inspiration or to be pushed to the Ahava. It's within him. And that's why if he makes the proper preparations, he can have this Ahava whenever he wants. So, again, it's possible to be true within the level of the Bainani himself and yet not true compared to the Tzaddik. Because true means coming from within you compared to the Tzaddik the Bainani's love doesn't come from within him. It comes through some kind of effort or some kind of motion. 
but but compared to that which is truly external, the Bainani's love comes from within. And that's why the Alter Rebbe then goes on to say that in the in Emes there are many levels, and the the Emes of the lower level is infinitely lower than the Emes of the higher level, and yet they're both Emes in their own in their own place. Emes being that it comes from you. Another definition of Emes is that it permeates through all parts of the person. It affects him completely. And here also, the tzaddik's love affects him completely in that he doesn't need anything, which is why he doesn't need anything to inspire him. The fact that the Bainini needs a davening, needs a hezbonanist to, to inspire him, is because the love that he has doesn't permeate everywhere. So again, it is not endless compared to the love of the tzaddik. However, like it says, that the person serves the Ebesh to he's serving God infinitely, with an infinite devotion. And although a person's infinity is not God's infinity, that even if you do everything you can do to, to the fullest degree of your capacity, which is your infinity, it is not the same as God's infinity, yet it is called B'chol and the same is true with the Bainani's Ava. It fills the Bainani to his capacity. Nothing is left out. Nothing is unaffected or untouched by this love. Only it is not the same infinity as that of a tzaddik's love. And therefore, compared to the tzaddik, it is not true. Compared to the Bainani himself, it is true. How is it that something can be not completely holy and not completely true and yet carry the title of truth have an element of truth uh, for this the Al-Tadabba says that the element of, of truth the attribute of truth is the attribute of Yankiv and Yankiv is the middle uh, pillar like in the Mishkan the boards were kept together by three pillars by three uh, poles one was at the top of the beams, one at the bottom of the beams, and one in the middle. The one at the top and the bottom held the beams through rings that were fixed to the beam, and the pole would go through the rings. This was on the surface of the beam. Whereas the middle pole, the middle pole went through a hole that was bored, that was drilled through the thickness of the board. So the first difference between the middle beam and the other two is that the other two were on the outside of the beam, whereas the middle one went through the beam. A second thing is that the, the top and bottom poles ended when it came to the corner of the, of the room where it had to turn to the next wall. So the Mishkan had three walls, basically. So each beam, was ma- each pole was made up of three pieces the one for the left wall, the right wall, and the back wall. Whereas the pole that was in the center, it was one long pole, and you inserted it into the opening, into the, into the drilled hole on the left side or the right side of the mishkan. It traversed through the beam, into the next beam, and through that one, 
all the way through the wall and then miraculously turned the corner and went through the holes in the beams of the back wall and then again turned the corner and came through the third wall, which means that the middle beam went from one end to the other, from one extreme to the other. And that's the middle beam, which is the element of emes. Emes is found in every madrega. In every madrega, there is the core, the center of that madrega, like there is the core and center of each of the beams of the mishkan. And into that center, the element of truth enters and traverses from one extreme to another, from extreme left to extreme right, from the highest to the lowest. So everything has its place of emes, its nekuda of emes, and emes touches it in its nekuda, in that place of truth. And so in the, le- in the level of a benani, there's a presence of emes, and in the level of a tzaddik, there's a presence of emes. And although they are different, but they each carry the element of truth, and the element of truth is the same wherever it goes. And now, Tevek Yud Dawud. Chapter 14 for the 26th day of Tevis. The tzaddik is not something that everybody should aspire to become because not everyone is meant to be a tzaddik. And to be a tzaddik, you have to be created that way. But a benani, a benani is attainable. The level of benani is attainable to every person and that's why every person should strive to be a benani. Why is it different? Why is being a Benini more suitable for people, for all people, than being a tzaddik? Because every person is able to become a Benini at every, any time, every hour. Because a Benini does not despise evil. Because despising evil is a matter of the heart, and when it comes to the heart, not all times are alike. The heart fluctuates. There will be times when he might feel a, a distaste for evil, but then at other times he won't. A tzaddik is in control of his heart, and therefore can be consistent in his despising and hating of the evil. Whereas the benini, because he is not in control of his heart, he can't always despise evil. But it doesn't take that talent or that ability in order to be a Benini. A Benini doesn't have to despise evil. That's not part of his of his character. Hello. What is a Benini? Sur Meirava to, to avoid evil and to do good. To do good and to avoid evil in actual practice. And when it comes to doing, thinking, speaking, every person is given the choice, the ability, and the freedom. To do and to speak and to think. Even that which goes against the heart. Even that which is opposite of what the heart wants. Because even when the heart desires some pleasure, whether permissible or prohibited, he is able to 
conquer that desire and to remove it completely from his attention. How does he do it? He says to his heart, here's a person who is tempted by sin. He sees the pleasure in it and he's attracted to it. And yet he is saying, he is refusing to do it. And so he goes through this debate within himself, or as the Rebbe once said, that one shouldn't be intimidated or discouraged by those who scoff, who laugh at him. The Rebbe said the biggest scoffer is the person himself. Because he looks at himself trying to be good and, and, and it seems unreal, it seems hypocritical. And so he laughs at himself. Who do you think you are trying to be so good? And that discourages him from being good. So here the person is having this debate within himself. So he says to his heart, and I don't want to be a Russian. I don't want to be a Russian. A Russia is a dirty word. A Russia is a bad person. A Russia is a negative, uh, uh, has a negative connotation. And nobody wants to be bad. Nobody wants to be a Russia. Nobody intends to be a Russia. So he says to his Yetzirah, I don't want to do this sin because I don't want to be a Russia. So the Yetzirah says to him, you're not going to be a Russia. It'll be only for one, one time. Very, very briefly, temporarily, for a moment. He says, no, not, not even for one moment. So the Yetzirah says to him, I don't understand what you're saying. You don't want to do, you don't want to be a Russia even for a moment. But here you are attracted to this Aveda. So you do want to do the Aveda. You want to do the Aveda, and yet you're telling me that you don't want to be a Russia even for a moment. So he says, I don't want to be separated. I don't want to be severed, God forbid, from God, as it says, Your sins separate you. So it's not so much that I don't want to do the sin. Obviously, you're right. I have a desire. I have an attraction to the sin. I can't honestly say that I don't want to do it. But I don't want to actually commit the sin because I don't want to be severed. I don't want the consequences of the sin, which is that I will be separated from God. And I don't want to be separated from God. So the Yetzirah says, you don't want to be separated from God. To desire something that God despises. To find pleasure in something that God finds abominable, isn't that already far from God? You're already far from God. You're already severed from God. So he says to himself, What I want is to come closer to God, to cleave to God with all my soul. And how do I cleave to God? By being clothed in His garments. By being involved in God's thought, speech, and deed, by doing His deeds, and by thinking His thoughts, and by speaking His words, which is Torah and Mitzvahs, that's how I get closer to God. And that's what I want. So the, so the Yetzirah says, since when is that what you want? We see already what you want. We see already where your taiva is, where your pleasure lies. So how can you stand there and say that what you want is to be closer to God as if you were some kind of a tzaddik? 
So the, so the Benin, he says to himself, it is me ahava misuteresh abelibi l'Hashem k'mei belev klolus Yisrael shenikru e'avishmechem. It's not that I am a tzaddik. This desire to get closer to God is, has nothing to do with my actual Yetzirah. Every Jew, regardless of what his Yetzirah says or does, every Jew wants to be closer to God. It's an inborn love that every Jew has. And that's why Jews are called Eyaveshmecha. And it is from that love that, that I want to get closer to God. And it's not a matter of arrogance with me, but because even the lowest of the low is Hashem. He can give up his life for God because of this love. And I'm certainly not worse than the lowest of the low. So now the Yitzhah says, I agree. It's true. A Jew is always a Jew. Even the lowest of the low has an ava misuteres in his heart for God that makes it impossible for him to ever sever that relationship with God. And that's why if he's asked to bow to an idol, he will rather die than, than, than do it. But that's exactly what the Eight wants. So the Eight says, be like the lowest of the low. Do the aveza, enjoy what you, what you want, and then when it'll come, to Mesiras Nefesh, when somebody will ask you to separate yourself from God and deny your Jewishness, then you'll, you'll be ready to die for it. Just like the lowest of the low. So the Benini says to himself, Elo, if the lowest of the low has this love for God that makes him capable of giving up his very life, so why won't he give up his Avedis? Only he becomes temporarily insane, out of touch with reality. And then it appears to him that even if he commits the sin, his relationship with, with the Abishta won't change. So he has to convince himself. He has to deceive himself into believing that this Aveda is not a severing is not severing himself from God only bowing to a cross only bowing to an idol severs him from God and that's an insanity another thing that he forgets he forgets what he really wants he wants to be closer to God. <clears throat> he has within him an ava that desires closeness to God. And he forgets that too. So first of all, he lies to himself about the consequences of an Aveda. It's as if he can do anything he wants that goes against God's will. And yet his relationship to God won't be affected, which is an insanity. And then he forgets who he really is that he is a Jew and that his real love is for God and his real desire is for godliness and so on. That's what enables him to become the lowest of the low. And in spite of this self-deception, when something comes along with which he can't deceive himself, the Ava is right there and he, and he would rather die than, than violate, than sever himself from God. 
Avalani, so this is all the lowest of the low. But I, the Bainani says to himself, I don't want to be insane like the lowest of the low, by denying the truth. In other words, I know who I am, and in order to do the sin, I have to deny who I am. I have to make believe I'm not who I am, or make believe that the sin is not what it is. And I can't do that. I see the truth. How can I deny it? See, here's how the Bainani says no to the temptations of the Yetzirah without resorting to the old traditional methods. The old traditional method was either you intimidate yourself with the thoughts of, of, of Gehenna and of punishment and of retribution so you don't sin because you're afraid you're going to get it over the head or you build yourself up. I am too good for this sin. My ambitions is to become a tzaddik and to become a gadol and to become an honored and respected person in the community. And therefore, it is beneath my station and beneath my dignity to do an avail. These two methods really miss the point. The whole point is teidah mitzvahs. The whole point is what the Ebishter wants. By telling yourself that you're not going to do the Aveda because you're afraid of punishment, or you're not going to do the Aveda because you don't want to blow your status. Where, where is the goodness in this? Where is the MS? Where is the holiness? Where is the godliness? Where is the Edelkeit? You end up with either fear and paranoia, or arrogance and, and Gaiva. The Altarebbe says, the reason a Jew doesn't do an Aveda is because an Aveda is a lie. It is not true that a Jew wants to sin. It is true that a Jew wants to be closer to God. And it's not true that with doing a sin, you don't affect your relationship. So why should a person not sin? Because sin is Sheker. It's false. And unless you can deceive yourself, and unless you can be so totally out of touch with reality of who you are, you can't deny the truth, and therefore, you can't do the Aveda. In the, in the Hayyam Yem, for the 25th of Teves, yesterday's Hayyam Yem, the Rebbe writes that from a Sisa from the Rebbe Rashab, Misichas Amur, Abeni Ovi, Meri Verabi, where the Rebbe Rashab writes that Yetzias Mitzrayim is the Rarez game for Mitzorim Ugvuim. Yetzias Mitzrayim means leaving, getting out of limitations and restrictions. In Hasidus, is Afarei's gain from the Mitzorim and Gvulim from Velt. Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim was leaving a place of restrictions. Hasidus is also an exodus of sorts. And this is leaving not only a certain place, but place in general. Leaving the restrictions of the world. Ekfrana Hefesh. And there's a difference between the manner of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim the literal one and the Hasidish one. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is an inyaf from Shvira Naziva. The literal Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim means that you break those limitations and you abandon them. The is menavek from Mitzrayim. And that's why the Jews left the land of Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim from Chassidus is bitter than Tikkun. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in the Chassidic sense, when we leave the limitations of the world, it's not breaking and abandoning, it's elevating and fixing. We leave the restrictions of the world without leaving the world itself.
Und das heißt, seien dich in Welt, da darf man sein in a Jetzie von Nezar und Gewul von Welt. That even while we live in the world, we have to be free of the limitations and the restrictions of the world. Aropnamen dem Nezar und Gewul und der Herren dem Emes. Remove the limitations, the apparent limitations of the world that seem to imply that the world is a godless place and to see the truth. And the truth is, as Welt allein is Emes gut. That the world itself The physical existence is good. Because this is what God wants. And to be able to do this, to be in the world, and yet above the limitations of world, it is through the Aveda of Chassidus. 26th of Teves. In the Brach of Olam al-Shinim, Mafsikim Ktas, Bein Usmagir, Leteves v'Sachniyah. You make a slight pause between the word Usmagir and Sachniyah. And that's Masim Lahakavana. That is consistent with the meaning of the words. The three words break, crush, destroy. They correspond to the three totally evil klipa that need to be removed completely. Sachnia, which means to subdue, is This is a reference to the fourth klipa, which is klipas mega. That doesn't need to be broken. It needs to be humbled and elevated purified.